Hey, if you're shopping for back to school, do it through our Amazon store. That is shop.bradandbrit.com. It does not change the price of the stuff you're buying, and it helps us out. Our Amazon store is shop.bradandbrit.com. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is our Brad and Brit cast for this day. Thank you for uh, being along with us here. I know there are a lot of things that are too stupid to talk about, all of which, of course, we're going to talk about. That's right. Uh, would you like uh, an opening trio from of me? Course. Or do you want to go? Opening trio works very well for me, sir. I'll make my pick. Okay. All right. Uh, Jack Nicholas, Trump, and the coronavirus are playing golf. Oh, geez. Um, Delta Airlines and the troops to get shot <clears throat> and fuck off. My brother's dying of COVID, you asshole. Uh, let's do uh, Jack, Nichol- Jack Nicholas and uh, Donald Trump and the COVID, the Delta variant are playing golf. And this kind of got lost because things were running so fast and furious back last fall. But Jack Nicholas endorsed Trump ahead of the election, and he did it via being requested by Mike Pence because Trump and, and it, it's always interesting when when there are stories about Trump where suddenly something becomes impolite, over the line, too obnoxious, not very classy. So he thought it was too obnoxious to directly ask Jack Nicholas to endorse him. So he he sent in Mike Pence for this important job as all vice presidents occasionally uh, must do. And so he did it. Uh, Nicholas says that uh, he never got any blowback. I'm sure he doesn't read the Internet. I'm sure he has no right. idea. Right. But I do recall for a few days uh, he took a lot of shit, at least in public. So here we are, uh, what, seven, eight months after the election. And Jack... What do you still say about your endorsement? <laughs> hey, you got to stand up for what you believe in. I think he did a really, really good job. Did he do it perfectly? Forget the way he talks, his personality. I thought he backed up what he said he would do. Now, Jack is 81, okay? Right. But I'm not going to give him the he's 81 so he doesn't know what he's saying yeah. um, pass because I've heard him speak. He's perfectly lucid. He He knew exactly what he was saying when he said, let's say it one more time, I think Trump did a really, really good job. Did he do it perfectly? Okay, by the way, not the standard for any president, but okay. Uh, Forget the way he talks and his personality. Again, um, not the most important thing about a president, even his personality. You could be Casper Milktoast and be a good president. I thought he backed up what he said he would do. For Jack Nicholas, hero, icon, best there ever was, never going to get passed by anybody in terms of majors. Forget Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods exactly. is done. It's, it's over. Never for, for him to be this disengaged from the reality of, oh, now, of course, the fact that Jack Nicholas had a business relationship with Trump and um, 
a bunch of golf courses, I guess, Nicholas designed for Trump. Uh, that, Jack, you're 81. You're fucking 81. Okay? It's not about the money anymore. It's not about your business relationship. It's about your goddamn country. Mm-hmm. It's about your goddamn country. And to, to ignore what Donald Trump has done to this country and has set off for the next hundred years. Who knows? We'll all be dead. And the 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 uh, shit that he threw into the trash can and lit it on fire will still be burning way beyond our lifetime. It's like the Civil War. Yeah, okay? very much so. Well, you know what? That once once that's over, it'll be no. It's never over. It hasn't been over. It's still not over. And the people that were responsible for that, their reputation should never be rehabilitated. And Donald Trump is in the is being rehabilitated by people like Jack Nicholas right now. He should be ashamed of himself. He should be scorned. And and you know. Uh, Jack's a, a Columbus boy like I am and is a local hero and the freeway around the the uh, the city, the, the, the big outer loop is the Jack Nicholas freeway. Fuck sure. it. Just, just fuck it. No, no, no. But I lo- my, my, my favorite part of the story is it's like uh, they make Pence go out and do the bitch boy work to get the endorsement yeah. and Donald Trump still tries to murder him. In January, I love I love that right. the fact that go but, out do my shit work for me. There's a hundred yeah, send- off ramps here. There's a hundred s- stupid things. This I'm going to send like a thousand. I'm going to send a marauding horde out to try to murder you yeah. on January 6th, even though you did all the bitch boy work for me. And then he criticized about how uh, Mike Pence let him down and all this other shit at this these yeah. rallies. I, I love that part of it as well too. Yeah. All right. Enough. That's it. Done with that. Uh, how about? Uh, uh, fuck off, my brother's dying of COVID, um, or Delta Airlines and the troops to get shot. Let's do the uh, Delta Airlines story. Okay. Well, uh, Delta now joining uh, United, which uh, I think already uh, came up with this uh, a few weeks ago, saying that uh, everybody's got to be vaccinated who works for the airline. No more just the uh, people on the planes, but the executives, just everybody has to be vaccinated. And if you do not get vaccinated, your health insurance will go up by $200 a month to cover the higher COVID costs. And of course, $200 doesn't begin to cover what would happen if you, in fact, uh, uh, contracted COVID and ended up in the hospital. So I guess the assumption is they have so many idiots working at Delta that if you pooled all the extra 200, that, that, that you know, you, you can't really uh, count that way when you're talking about, about uh, health insurance. But you get the point, and we all get the point, and good for Delta, and good for Delta. And by the way, you motherfucking yahoos down there in Georgia, in Atlanta, where Delta is headquartered, I want to see you stand up and revolt against your hometown airline. Jeez. I want you to say, we're, we're not going to fly Delta if you force the employees to all get vaccinated. But by, by the way, Delta, I, I looked this up. Delta has 63% of all the air traffic coming in and out of Atlanta. So yeah, you can you can still fly Southwest, but they're only about 10 or 12%. So it's probably tough to, to, to get to where you want to go out of Atlanta most of the time if, if you don't put Delta mm. at the top 
of of your list. So so go ahead, play that game. Uh, uh, pretend to be outraged at Delta uh, uh, forcing a vaccine on their employees or making them pay higher insurance costs. It's about time. I think all of corporate America should do this. Every damn company that you can you can think of, e- every one of them. Uh, and, and, and by the way. Go I mean, $200 is going to be a significant pinch for some of those folks at $2,400 extra dollars a year. Sure. That's going to, that's going to mean something. It's obviously if you're, if you're, if you're an executive, it's not going to mean a whole sure. lot, but to the baggage handlers and the people on the ground, for sure. Absolutely. But it's, it's a, it's a thing. Um, if you're not vaccinated, you will face other restrictions, including indoor masking effective immediately, which by the way, that should already be everybody. But I, I know this is some breaking news to some folks around the country, but guess what? We're back to where we were a year ago. Mm. You got to be wearing masks most of the time when you're indoors. And this isn't just when you're, you're crammed in uh, around people, you got to start wearing them again, indoors around people that you don't know if you're in a public space, but okay. Um, Let's see. Here's the, uh, the, the CEO of Delta said the average hospital stay for a COVID 19 employee of Delta is about $50,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there you go. So, you know, if, if Delta has 30 or 40,000 employees, like a 75,000 uh, and, and three quarters of them are vaccinated. So you have uh, uh, 60,000 or so vaccinated, 15,000 or so, a little bit more than that, who are unvaccinated. Bad math there. I know. Don't get out your calculator. I understand. I've got it. I've got it right here. Up. Yeah, up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not the point. Um, more than fifteen thousand people unvaccinated. So uh, do the math on that. Okay, fifteen thousand, hundred fifty thousand, million five a month extra to the company if you want to stay unvaccinated, and that covers the uh, the fifty thousand per month of people that the, the, the math kind of works out there. It's fair. It's it's just completely fair. It's totally fair. Shut well, up. Again, how much of a, how much of a commitment do you want to make to your stupidity? Is, is that is that what you want to do? Is that the, that the hill you want to die on? Here's my extra two hundred dollars yeah. a month just yeah. to show you guys that I'm making some. I don't. Again, I don't know if this is a political point. I don't know if you're owning the libs by dying. I, I don't know what you're doing at this point. But if it's worth an extra two hundred bucks to you when you make maybe thirty six grand a year, go for it. Pull out your wallet. And let's see what happens here. We'll see. What you oh. Can do. But wait, there's more. There's more. Delta has the f- Delta has the fewest unionized employees of the big airlines. So they tell the uh, Airline Pilots Association about the changes, and the Delta chapter of the Airline Pilots Association uh, continues to repeat that vaccination should be voluntary for their members. Fuck off, union. Fuck off, union. Get with the program. No, that's why people. That's why I. I'm going to hate unions if this is how you're going to be. Well, okay. If this is, don't do that. Don't right. do that. You're not protecting your employees. You're not protecting your members by saying that they should be free not to get fucking vaccinated. Now I'm pissed. I'm yes. mad. I'm angry. Yeah, you're out, you're off to a hot start today. Is dying from the COVID vaccine and being on a ventilator for months at a time is that voluntary as well? I would just ask. I'm just curious. These, no, you these, dummy. That's freedom. Are, that's freedom. Out. See, I, there's so many things I don't understand. Which brings us to fuck off. My brother's dying of COVID. Oh, you'll love. Uh, you'll 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 really uh, enjoy this one. Here we go. Uh, we have 
another person, another Republican, another legislator who uh, looks like he's about to bite the dust. He's uh, on a ventilator and he is a member of the Wisconsin state legislature. His name is uh, Andre Jacques, okay. Senator Andre Jacques of Depeur, Wisconsin. He's uh, being intubated now. So that's usually the last stop uh, uh, on the route to uh, you know where. He's 40 yeah. years old. He was diagnosed earlier this month. He's been in the hospital about a week. He claimed in an interview last week he's feeling uh, pretty asymptomatic and just uh, only felt a little bit fatigued. And uh, if you know anything about COVID or you know someone that you know that things change day to day, they change day to day. There's a picture. Um, there's a little picture of uh, and just looking at that yes. picture, I believe yes. the word co the yeah. word comorbidity comes to mind. I believe there may be yes. some comorbidities involved. Not Brit. Well, I think he's a double comorbidity. I think he's uh, uh, he's not. Yes, he, he's he's XXXXL. Yeah. Um, it, it, but let's not blame the victim here, Brit. No. no uh, so, that's true. He, so 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 this is the best part of the story, if there can be a good part of the story. So. Another Republican uh, representative in the legislature, whose name is Shay Sortwell, sent out a tweet that said, you know, I have 10,000 uh, followers, mostly here in Wisconsin. I'm asking each of you to pray for State Senator Andre Jacques. He's in serious need of your prayers tonight. He's in the hospital with COVID-induced pneumonia. So the brother, the brother of Mr. Jacques, who is, you know, close to death, Andre Jacques, he answers this guy's tweet, okay, and says, Shay, respectfully go and fuck yourself into a hole and then ask your 10,000 followers to fill it in. My brother needs prayers. He's in pretty tough shape. You probably know that better than me. My family isn't giving me much information because they're afraid I'll spill the beans and tell the truth. They're brainwashed by alternative facts. So, now, don't speak. I don't speak for them, but between you, me, and all of our assorted, quote, followers, I'm praying that you shut the hell up and fuck off. Go get the vaccine, or at least be honest and let your flock know that the yeah. choice that they're making is between effective scientifically-backed preventive medicine or choking on a ventilator while their friends and colleagues hide their condition and some insufferable penis-looking fuckstick uses their... I can't see the bottom, but I, I I think we get the point. Well, the key I to that whole statement was the the word respectfully, and I think that's what happened. Everything after that was done with a great deal of respect and tenor. So I think that it, it makes it okay. Oh wait, I I I, I was able to click on it and, and find there you go. get it. Okay, um, uh, colleagues hide their condition. Insufferable penis-looking fuckstick uses their name to beg for prayers and maga points. I believe in freedom of choice, and so I hope that you and the rest of your death cult get exactly what you apparently want so badly. If that's the choice you're making, I hope you can enjoy every moment of gasping for breath while your chief of staff issues a statement that you are tired. Tired. Jesus. Okay. Can you believe it? So the, 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 that's what they were saying in public about this guy, that he's just tired right now? They wouldn't admit that he was... Well, the, was, the guy uh, we talked about yesterday, the guy in upstate South Carolina, his name was Presley Stutz. He just said, I'm going to go on this ventilator and I'll rest up and I'll be back and raring quicker than ever. That that, I mean, that, that, that was the some, Phil Valentine 
yeah. uh, approach too. Hey, the, the haters, you're going to fucking hate it when I See, get out of here and shove they, it up your ass. They've forgotten that that was the immediate statement from, from Phil Valentine when it was announced that he had COVID was, I'm sorry to tell the haters I'm still alive. Well, guess what? To all the haters and anybody else, you're dead now, Phil. So it doesn't, none of that really, I, I, I still, the, the steamrolling of Republican voters right now is just remarkable. And, and there's just nobody out there going, hey, you know, a lot of these people that are dying, if we'd like to win an election, it'd be nice if we had some voters out there in 2022 and 2024 because we're they're dropping like flies for Republicans right now. But nobody nobody's even going to say that. If you want to well, vote for Donald Trump in 2024, I, I know you, you, maybe you go get the shot. Over, you say this over and over again. If, I if, do. If, if, you'll just, if, you'll, if you'll just excuse me, I'm going to have to get out a calculator and say not quite enough of them <laughs> have, have keeled over yet to make a difference in the elections i mean i love the sentiment i love the yes. sentiment but numerically that's not what's going that's not what's well, going we, to do we've got a little bit more to the year to the election brad do you think if they drop off at this rate it might make a difference how well, many times it, it, must it, a man no. go on a ventilator before the republicans lose an election I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on, and nobody nobody's talking about that as far as, you know, it just seems to be it's our guys that are dropping. Is anybody noticing that? Because we're the ones that are putting out the bullshit, and they're wow. buying it. That, that, that was an inevitability. It had to be that way. It, it really work did. The other way. That, that's one of those things that was going to... Um, well, it's almost like when, it, when you tell people that they can't vote by mail and they can't trust it. Guess what? Yeah. They don't vote by mail, and you lose elections. It's strange how that happens, and, and it did. And it's, uh, but it, yeah, I'm I'm still stunned by the stupidity of of all of this. That that part of it. Every day, there's another story of some dumbass Republican who hated masks, wasn't going to give the vaccine, and now they're dead. Now they're they're six feet under, right? I mean, it happens like every single day. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think we ought to. Uh... I think we now ought to uh, point out that the the uh, the two congressmen who uh, flew over to the airport in Kabul to quote inspect to see what was going on. Are we, what, Adam Kinzinger? No, I don't know. I'm sorry, uh, Seth Moulton mm -hmm. and uh, Peter Meyer. Uh, one's a Republican, one's a a uh, a, a Democrat. So. At least, at least it's both parties on this one. Okay. Sure. Can you imagine? Can you, can you imagine if it was, was uh, two Democrats? Okay. Uh, I can't imagine it would be two Republicans to try to score points for their side. Uh, but fortunately it was, uh, but, but uh, we just got done. I think this was last Thursday where I mentioned that I had seen, um, some cheese being thrown out in front of the mouse on Fox where Harris Faulkner said, Hey, Kamala, why don't you go to Kabul and show the women of Afghanistan that they need to have their rights protected and they will by your administration and, and show them that you're not afraid to go to a war zone at all. Right. And she got blasted for saying something that stupid. Nobody went for it. Um, there's no reason for uh, uh, high-level political officials of this country to go there right now. This is a job. <laughs> this is a job for the United States military 
that's the beginning and the end of the the uh, the qualifications right now for what's going on. And of course, anytime a, a famous person, a, a celebrity or a politician goes, you've you know, you got to protect them. They, you got to devote resources and right. uh, you, you got to move them away from what the actual job is. So you know, there, there's no defend. It was just plain stupid. It was just plain stupid. Like you're going to learn so much more in person. You're so much more in person about what's going well, who you, you're going to go out into the countryside and talk to the people. <laughs> what are you right. Do? right no you it's, it's really great here the, the Tal- taliban's doing a hell of a job we're looking forward to them uh moving it yeah, what were you going to learn exactly that, that is a great question right to, to to quote the guy that fired me at rock 92 on the morning that uh he was yeah. really getting mad at me and they were already going to fire me anyway anyway he called me up and said what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing the, uh, that's how the story is being played, uh, the AP version of it. The administration is angry at senators, or rather Congressman Moulton and Meyer. They flew in and out on charter aircraft and were on the ground at the Kabul airport for several hours on Tuesday. That led officials to complain they could be taking seats that would have otherwise gone to other Americans or Afghans fleeing the country. But the congressman said in a joint statement they made sure to leave with uh, on a flight with empty seats. So no, oh, that's no problem. That, wait, that, that, that's their deal. Wait, wait, hold, hold it. Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. You couldn't even put a few people on your plane coming back. You had to come back with empty seats. That's worse. They, as members is of that Congress, the best you got? That is. Huh. As members of Congress, we have a duty to provide oversight on the executive branch. We conducted this visit in secret, speaking with it only after our departure to minimize risk and disruption to the people on the ground and because we were there to gather information not grandstand, Brad. That's what they said in a joint statement. Oh, God, please. Three officials familiar why? with the flight said the Just State why? Department, Defense Department, and White House officials were furious about the incident because it was done without coordination with diplomats or military commanders directing the evacuation. So these uh, these two yahoos go over there, and now they're they're saying, I don't understand. What's the problem? What are you guys upset about? We, we Everything was great, and we gathered some key information that's going to inform our decision going forward. Yeah, I, I'd right, love to right. hear what, that. What's going to be that key information there? What what, what are you learning that, that's a great that the, point. the rest of the world doesn't know? Oh, stop it. It, it, it. Again, I think this whole podcast does. We need to relabel this. Too stupid to talk about. It is Brad too stupid to talk. That is it. It's true. That's just uh, that's just boneheaded shit. What are you thinking? Hey, there's a reason why it wasn't coordinated with the State Department because if you did that, they would have told you you ain't going. Right. 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 They would have said no fucking way. Military commanders would have been like, yeah, I guess we can break off some troops over there to help from the people who were being, I don't know, killed. But yeah, we'd be happy to help you yahoos out so you can not grandstand. That'll be fine. Uh, January sixth. Hey, uh, I got some. Bra- I got some breaking news here. Sure, on a podcast. They're, they're That's gonna, good. They're they're going to execute Dylan Roof. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the guy that that, that that shot nine people, all black, uh, in South Carolina in 2015. Yeah. Can we? He, I, uh, I, I kind of would like for him to get coughed on and go on a ventilator for about six weeks. If we could make that happen, that would be a happy a happy thing for me. But well, how, right. how about not putting him on a ventilator? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, dude. You're just gonna have to well, choke to death. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to prolong it. Uh, 
just so you know, if he, so he did this in 2015. In 2017, he became the first person in the United mm-hmm. States sentenced to death for a federal hate crime. See. And uh, you remember, he was one of the uh, examples of if you're a white person who commits a mass murder yeah, and nice to you. tries to run away and they catch yeah. you, they take yeah. you to what, to Burger King? They took him to yeah. Burger King. Burger they King, didn't yeah. shoot him on the spot. Okay. No, that's right. Um, well, he didn't have a he didn't have a turn signal out. I mean, if he would have had a turn signal out, they would have. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry for the breaking news, but that that's, that's, that's a. a I, I just don't want to see him executed, you know, and they get rid of it. You just forget your history. We're going to forget our history if we start killing off all these terrorists. All right. You know, I've got other things that are that are too stupid to talk about. If if, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit me with with a couple more of those. I need a couple more of those are too stupid to talk about. Is Um, Dylan Roof going to be allowed to have like a, a Confederate flag casket? Who knows? Stay tuned. South Carolina knows best. We'll we'll set up a. a, a polling question on that one. And if he's cremated, uh, will Lee Earn be like a Robert E. Lee Earn? That's what I would like to get from yeah. that asshole. I headlined this one, Kurt Cobain, child porn, and this generation's Cato Kalin. Ooh. You up on this story? No, go for it. All right, you remember the uh, Nirvana oh, yeah. uh, album, Nevermind? That yes, had the little I do. baby. I- I do know this story. It's a great story. Okay. Um, let me read and then you can read it over again on, in an, another version. That's how okay. we do it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, how it works. we do it. Right. Um, it's one of the most recognizable album covers of really mm-hmm. kind of all time. So it's a baby in the water and there's a, a dollar bill or something floating in front of him. Right. So now the guy who was uh, the baby at the time is suing. Uh, and this picture was shot by, I guess, uh, uh, a family friend and a, uh, who was a photographer. And so the charge is that the picture makes the baby look like a sex worker. That's what they're saying in court. There That's is. what they're saying in court. These guys watch they say that the, the picture. Yes, the image lasciviously displays uh, Spencer Eldon. That's the guy's name. It displays his genitals from the time he was an infant. Uh, to the present day, um, they're saying, okay, because you can still see it. So so he's, uh, you know, however old he is, what is he? Uh, he's 30, 30. So 35 yeah. now, something yeah. like that, right? Uh, so he's saying that, that he's being exploited because you can see his dick when he was four years old. <laughs> Uh, not not four. He's he's not four years old in that picture. Four months. Four yeah, months. Yeah. If he's four years or four months, what's the difference? Well, <laughs> there is a bit of a difference, De- but <laughs> defendants intentionally commercially marketed Spencer's child pornography and yeah. leveraged the shocking nature of his image to promote themselves and their music at his expense. Uh, been parents cool were paid two hundred over the years. They would talk to him, yeah. and he would recreate it with shorts sure. on and stuff. And he was, but now he wants like one hundred and fifty grand from everybody within a twenty mile radius of that picture being taken. You know, he wants fifteen defendants each to pay him one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Jesus, including Dave Grohl, of course, Courtney Love, um, the 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 drummer, everybody was in the band, and and the rest of them, um. I don't think he's going to win this one. I'm pretty sure know. he's not going to win this one. But again, um, you never know. So because this would be, wait a minute, 
So uh, these guys are child pornographers, and Bill Cosby walks among us. Okay, well, you know you, you can play that that game all day. It doesn't. This really reeks to me. This reeks of like some asshole that run that came out of law school with eight hundred thousand dollars in debt. They talked to this guy and said, eh, "You know, we can get some money out of these people. We can." That, that's what this feels like to me. He talked to some asshole lawyer buddy of his who says they can shake down. And if we don't get one hundred and fifty grand from all these people, we'll settle and we'll get like fifty thousand total, and we'll go. You know, we'll go to Outback and enjoy a blooming onion or something like that. That's what this feels like to me. Now, uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to paint both of us into a corner here because I don't Please have do. it in front of me. But there's that famous picture that was taken of the little girl with the house blowing up behind her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and there has not been a similar attempt i don't think by this girl who's who's an adult now also to uh cash in on that or or sue people over it nothing like this this one he's making the claim here's the claim the claim is at its essence that this album would have never sold nobody would have bought it nobody would have cared about it because back in 1981 people still cared about album covers uh, 91 and as you know you only would buy an album because of the uh, artwork on the front the music had nothing nothing whatsoever to do with it right see that's why that's why we're better off now because nobody gives a shit about artwork and you don't go buy a cd yes. or an album with and it's just the music that shines through brad and that's why 21st yes. century rules <laughs> it is that's it is iconic and but I mean honestly, I I don't even how, see how this passes the laugh test. I don't even see how you, you go to court and you go. People have judged this guy as some sort of sex worker as twenty nine or thirty or thirty two years old, and he's lost out on jobs, relationships, and he's now bankrupt because they saw his penis when he was four months old. I don't I don't even know how you make that argument, which is what they seem to be making, right? Well, I, wait, I I've got it, and I'm not a lawyer, and and I I can't fashion legal arguments, but. Maybe they're going to make the case that this picture is equivalent to going back in time, oh, say, with the guy who just got got tossed from being the host of Jeopardy, Mike Richards, and looking at old tweets, looking mm-hmm. uh, at old pictures, looking, uh, listening to old podcasts, and this is the same thing. This has done to him now what is done to these now keep in mind number one um uh this was a a a completely innocent moment at the time and uh the 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 people who did it um again it's it's a stupid analogy but 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 there's a lawyer there ready to 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 match up that kind of thinking absolutely uh out there somewhere and and might do that 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 he is uh, equally but uh, uh, I don't know I don't know all right exploited that, as a sex worker I love that that's se- fantastic yeah, yeah. Way, way, way to go so far over the top that you oh. are going to get thrown out you're going to get tossed <laughs> as a sex worker in mildly slightly uh wait a minute you have another one too stupid to talk about uh no i i do but 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 you go you go you, well, might, I, you I, might even pick the one that i was gonna gonna do no go no I, I was gonna be substance boy today because we do have some news on the january 6th commission the secret service the politico highlighting this story that the secret service did warn the capitol police about violence threats a day before january the 6th it is clear that there were certain threats that were made 
um, that were either ignored or perhaps the Capitol Police went, oh, that's great, but we don't have the resources and they didn't reach out to get more resources. That seems to be positive. The other January 6th um, story that's being highlighted is CNN says the House Committee is seeking a lot of documents from places like the Justice Department and many other agencies. So they're really going to go in for a deep dive which is why the Republicans are going to make the case next year that we have to kill this shit off and get Republicans back in charge of the House and of Congress yeah. so that we can stop this shit. Right, right. Yeah. What what makes a better case for Republican control <laughs> of the legislature than than those two two stories? Right. Um, you know, there are several things that can be true at the same time. And I, I think there's sort of a consensus here. And this just adds to the the weight of the the evidence that, yeah, uh, a lot of people saw this coming. A lot of people warned those in charge that it was coming. People warned the Capitol Police that it was coming. But it probably had reached some level of, yeah, but what are we supposed to do? What, nothing's really going to – what are they going to do, try to – invade the building and take it over i mean they're not right. going to do that and and so nobody could believe it so that combination that deadly combination of failure of imagination as there's that phrase um, again there's that phrase that comes up from time to time right i invented that but i was the first one to say that yeah well it's it's because interesting when you use that because it's most associated with the 9-11 obviously right. investigation and as it turns out terrorists had used planes not to run into buildings but before to do some other yeah. terrorist acts and they go well, it was a true failure of imagination because you could have actually extrapolated that somebody would use a plane to do some bad shit. So, yeah, there, yeah. it is interesting. That's a good phrase. And, and I would think that failure of imagination, that phrase was used yep. in 1942 when they were investigating yeah. uh, Pearl Harbor because they didn't. But I, 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 I've heard this. I'm not sure. I think it's true. They didn't just let that one go, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> Okay. No, no, nobody ever tried to tar and feather FDR with like, yeah, no, there's no right, way. Right, and, and, and there, no military action was taken in response to what happened on on December seventh, nineteen forty. Right, we just let it no. go. Yeah, we no, moved we, on. Let, we let that go. Just got over. Just let that go. Uh, you know, we're uh, still occupying Germany. How about that? Oh, sorry. I right, right. We occupy Germany. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have checkpoints every ten miles all over the country. Um, I don't even think that they're settling on that argument. I don't even think the right-wingers, except for Lindsey Graham, of course, who's always an ass asshole. I don't even think they're settling on the fact that we should have had troops in Afghanistan forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I don't, I don't even think they're making that argument anymore, right? No, no. Yeah. All right, so, so back, back to the, the, uh, the, the 9 right, So the, the first one, first story was that uh, clearly some warnings were given. Was it by the Secret Service? It was by the yeah. Secret Service. That's correct, right. yeah. And... Uh, that's interesting because remember, you know, of course, one of the main uh, jobs of the Secret Service is to protect the president. Mm -hmm. Okay, and not that the Secret Service necessarily discussed this with the president, but wouldn't you like to know what really did happen? Maybe they did. Maybe the Secret Service, which was hip to what was going on and was very concerned for the safety. Of well, of course they have to protect the vice president, right? Yeah. That's one of their big jobs. That was going to sure. be their big job on January sixth. So yeah. they were they could you could just isolate that and say that's why we're concerned that something might happen. We have to protect the the vice president, and I think the Secret Service protects 
uh, the Speaker of the House and the majority leader of the Senate and the minority leader, you know, the top eight people, I think they all get Secret Service protection. Uh, so it, think of what happened here very possibly. Let's go conspiracy theory here. And it's not really a conspiracy theory. It's probably fact that the Secret Service also said to Donald Trump, something bad might happen tomorrow. And Trump played the, oh, really? That would be terrible. I hope it does not happen, knowing yeah. well that he was the reason that there yeah. was going to be something happening on January 6th, that he was the seed. He was the, 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 the fuse that had been lit months, years ago to this moment. He's the so reason. The Secret Service he, is saying, yeah, yeah. He's the reason yeah. for the season, as they say about Jesus around Christmas right. time, right? Or, or as Jack Nicholas would say, yeah, he did a pretty good job overall, even if he wasn't perfect. It kind of I, I all still, circles back, doesn't it? I, I still, I gotta, I gotta repeat that my favorite part of that Jack Nicholas story is that Mike, Mike Pence was called on to do the bitch work, and still he was, he was called on to be murdered on January the sixth, even after Trump. Did. I still love, and then, and still That's, Mike Pence refuses to go off on Donald Trump, who tried to have him killed like seven months ago. Well, Brett, he can't do it because that would destroy his political future. <laughs> he doesn't want, he, he doesn't want to anger. The the uh, base. You want to talk delusions? I want you to well, think about the the delusion by uh, just Mike Pence, just Mike Pence, of thinking there's some transferability of whatever magic Donald Trump had over to potential candidate for president Mike Pence. So therefore, he's cowed into being a piece of shit chicken. Just low life, unable to speak up for his country to this very day. Just, just think of that. That he Could he actually believe that he's a viable anything for the future? Keeping in mind, we always have to remind folks of this, that Mike Pence's political career was over. It was done. He was yeah. never going to be reelected Toast. as the governor of Indiana. And uh, Donald Trump uh, plucked him from obscurity, and obsolescence, complete obsolescence, and gave him the gig as vice president. He's a nothing. He's a nobody. He's a small market talk radio host. Uh-oh, shit. No, that may make him qualified. You know? He, he, he could be uh, the Midwest Larry Elder. If the Larry Elder is this guy he's in California, he's, oh, he might he's be in a little together. trouble. He's in, the, he's in, the, he's, he's having a little trouble right now because they're kind of looking through his past and finding some things that are not that great. This Brit, is a great. It, it doesn't matter. It does yeah. not matter about Larry not, Elder. It's obvious. Oh, as far that, that as right far now, as his, as far as his stupid career. No, about the fact that he slapped around women. Oh, that that right. does not matter what he said. But he's the, not going to be governor. He's not going. He's not going to do that. He's not going to be governor. He's leading. Brit, he's he is leading. Yeah. In the list of the other of the forty five Republicans who are on the ballot, okay. the way it work the way it works is. But when I Gavin when I point is, out that Donald Trump is the leader among Republican nominees in twenty twenty four, you always say that that doesn't matter. This is this is this is a fucked up California rules recall election. This is different. If Gavin Newsom does not get fifty percent plus one, 
50% plus one, he will no longer be the governor. He is gone. And whoever else gets the most votes among all those other people, even if Larry Elder leading in the polls in California, because Republican voters out there are dumb fuck shit faces, just like they are all over the country, right. morons who right. will go... Larry Elder is in about 20%. And when there's 45 people on the ballot, 20% is pretty good. It's, it's ahead of everybody else. If he gets the most votes among those, he becomes the governor. He becomes, that's how fuck that. I know you're saying who would ever come up with yeah. a, a recall thing like that? California. And the answer, it's very simple. It was devised in 1911, 1911, back when uh, Teddy Roosevelt and the progressives had uh, swept the country and there was this movement to to uh, change rules and 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 do things differently and California led the way with this idea that <laughs> and it's so it's so because Newsom got reelected just in 2018 with about 62 63 percent of the vote all right so he's got huge support all over California but you only need to get 12 percent listen to this 12 percent of the total vote in the last election on signature pads to initiate a recall. So 12% of whatever, 12 million people voted. You only need about a hundred million, 400,000 signatures. They got that easily. Why? Because it was funded by the usual right-wing assholes all across the country. Oh, God. And uh, apparently Larry Elder is now their favorite candidate on Fox News. Uh, formerly their favorite candidate was Caitlyn Jenner, who sat down for that yeah. interview not that long ago with uh, with Sean Hannity. But apparently he's their, their favorite guy right now. Uh, this is what was the Mike Pence news. Oh, yes. Mike Pence quoted as saying, we shouldn't be taking orders from the Taliban. We should tell them we're going to be out when it's done. Uh, what's the irony of that statement? Who Didn't, didn't uh, Mike Pence's boss negotiate with the Taliban not that long ago? Am I misremembering right. that story? Boy, you, you, you want to talk about baiting and poking and hoping. Jesus Christ. That that the, the worst occurs. And you know, there are there are, you know, about 20 different outcomes over the next week. 19 of them are bad. Okay. Right. And uh re Republican trolling is there to push every one of them. Um and what they really want, they really want, is for Joe Biden to uh, become what they think Donald Trump would have been in this moment if everything was the same, which was Donald Trump saying, we're not leaving till we get every American out because I'm John Wayne. Fuck you. And they think that they can push Joe Biden to, to, to play that game when, you know, uh, we don't know what went on in the talks between the Taliban guy and the head of the CIA the other day. We don't know. No. We have no idea, no idea. What, what was said. And, uh, you know, the logistical problems are nightmarish. No one's denying that. But uh, you're not being very helpful there. You're not being very helpful in they saying... Care. They don't well, care. They, they I mean, do care. They, Brit, they want the worst outcome. That's they right. They want the worst outcome that's possible right. because they think that'll help them the most. So what do they do? They claim they claim that Joe Biden is doing this because he hates America and he hates our allies and he hates the Afghans who helped us during the war. So everything's a gaslight. 
everything's are they, are they cheering for wrong. are they cheering for american failure our republicans you bet they are that's exactly what's happening they, that's you know, exactly and you know what they would like the most you know what i'm sure would be at the top of their list they'd like some, a, a hostage situation okay? yeah they would love they, that they would love they would love for uh us to be out of there on the 31st right which is next tuesday and uh, we're all we're all done and there will still be probably some americans there who can't get out. I don't think we're going to get every one of them out. And um, a lot of Afghans will not be able to get out. I mean, they're not all going to get out, even though the numbers right now, what are they, 70, 80,000 have gotten out, but it's a lot more than that. Um, so whatever the Taliban is saying, and it doesn't really, you know, uh, they haven't changed their stripes. There's not a a new and improved, there's not a warm and fuzzy, there's not a kinder, gentler version of this. Although, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. I think at one level, they are overwhelmed in a way that oh, yeah. they, they don't oh, yeah. know what to do. And 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 uh, it, it, it seems, it feels to me like the, one of the reasons they're overwhelmed is because this is not the same population that they were able to subjugate 20 years ago. This is a, and, and I'm just talking in the main, in the whole, and say what you want about our misguided adventure in Afghanistan for 20 years. But what it did do, it did educate some people. It did create a level of civil society, certainly in Kabul, which grew, I think, you know, it was like a half million people. Now it's a six million person uh, metropolitan area. So, so something happened. You know, all that money, which we believe got flushed down the toilet, and it kind of did, and it went to corrupt political officials who stuffed their own. We know that. But it's not the same Afghanistan. It still sucks, but you have, you know, uh, uh, 12 million girls who've been to school versus none back then. And it's going to be tough to tame in the way that they are used to taming a country this time i think and you know we're certainly counting on that to be the truth and uh when when you already see the the uh, video and the pictures of hundreds thousands of people lined up at the bank yeah. to try to get their money out what money what what is the afghan currency does what that, the does, fuck is that you know, big richard, deal, right there is none it doesn't was richard right. was richard burr's wife in line to help uh, to grab yeah, some money there. out there too i didn't know if she, she she made it she was there so you you have you have people you know they have atms there now they all those oh, kind of things and geez. it doesn't sound like it's uh, a different but it is it really really is and so um there's going to be chaos and, and 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 horrible things happening not just now but after august 31st we know that uh can we mitigate it as much as possible are we negotiating with the taliban other levels apparently all of their assets all of the country's assets have been frozen around the world nice. they can't do anything nice. so you can just see what the ransom is going to be we're going to grab yeah. some americans and we're going to hold them unless you let go the you know the the uh, six billion dollars that is in in uh, accounts all whatever it's going to be it's it's the problem we're not near the end of this no. august 31st we're, we're you know this is just uh uh, it's like this when you watch a, a movie and then there's like all that shit that they show afterwards. It's outtakes. <laughs> yeah. It's a long thing of credits and, and it's a mess.
There's this guy. Just, there's this guy on Twitter. His name is Jazz Shaw, and he's one of the editors for that Hot Air website. And I think he works for Salem Media. Yeah. He put out this tweet yesterday. Dear POTUS, do you know what the deadline is for pulling out of Afghanistan? When you get everyone out that we said we would get out, everyone. That's the deadline. And if the Taliban doesn't like it, bomb the hell out of them until we get the until they get the hint. To which I subtweeted, "Yep." Bombing helped us win in Vietnam and Iraq and, heck, even Afghanistan. Also, bombing really helped Trump change Syria so, so much. That's an eye roll, Jazz. I am eye rolling the fuck out of you. I truly had thought we were past the, hey, we could just bomb the shit out of people, part of American defense and and foreign policy. But apparently, Brad, again, the issue is we have not been bombing people hard enough, fast enough, or with enough quantity or quality to get this done. You know... Uh, uh, that's a special category tweets that are too stupid to read <laughs> it is that, that, that one's too stupid to read because it, it, it's like I, I always feel like john McEnroe. you can't be serious that's, you can't be serious with, with that um because the taliban uh, are afraid you know, of bombs obviously it, that's something they've shown you, you know what this gets back years. down to you know what this gets back down to uh, and people like this uh uh they can't they can't take in and process the fact that, and I'm going to use the phraseology that you hear, that the most well-funded, sophisticated, modern, powerful military in the world cannot impose its will Mm. anywhere, anytime it wants to on anyone in the world, any country in the world, any faction in the world. We can't do it. We learn the lesson the hard way over and over again. And here we are at another moment. And here's this idiot thinking that that's the answer. Of course, mm-hmm. all that Joe Biden has to do is go on worldwide television and announce, we're just going to stay. We're just going to hang out at that airport. And until the Taliban lets everybody freely take Ubers and Lyfts and airport limousines to the airport so we can take out all the people that we want. We're not going to leave. That's what this guy believes, right? He thinks you can, and that's what Trump would be doing, right? The great Trump, the the great fucking bullshit artist Trump who negotiated nothing and got 5,000 Taliban guys released from prison. Holy shit. Nice work there. If we could get that and he could have done he could have gradually brought people out over a series of months if you think that would have been the right way to do it. And there's an argument that if we would have been more gradual and tried to be a little more subtle about it and have nobody noticed that we were emptying the country of their best and brightest and the people that, that helped us, if we could have done that over a six- to eight-month period while Trump had negotiated this deal, why didn't he do that? Exactly. Why didn't he do that and they wouldn't let him the democrats wouldn't let him brad they tied his hands exactly of course of course (laughs) (laughs) 